Hey gang, let's do a hey gang. Let's do a spooky one. A spooky episode because it's Halloween time. Maybe we'll talk about horror movies. I don't see many horror movies at the theater. Maybe one or two a decade. But we'll talk about them today. And I'll give you my Shark Tank Season 8, Episode 5 rundown, which just happened. Horror movies. I saw Pet Cemetery in Times Square. The crowd was nuts. That was fun. I saw Drag Me to Hell. I've told this story. Drag Me to Hell at the Grove here in L.A. And Stevie Wonder came in with his handler and a hot lady. And they sat down behind us and they watched a movie. And it was Stevie Wonder. And he was living vicariously through the screams of me and my boy D-Nice, who you've heard in the, um, the virtual reality episode we did a little while back. Anyway, those are my horror movie stories. I saw Chitty Chitty Bang Bang as a little kid, and it scared me so bad I had to run out into the lobby. So I don't know if I could top that for scares. I saw, I think I saw The Omen when I was a kid. That was at, I don't know. And then I saw, what did I see? Maybe I saw, oh, I saw Blair Witch Project. But um, it was like 25 people watching it at a that nice one of the nicest beach houses I've ever seen. So I, I just didn't care that much about the movie. I was just like, let's beach, let's beach it up. But anyway, we're at Checkpoint Pumpkin. If, you, um, if you're heading back to summer, you must cross Checkpoint Pumpkin. And we're doing that now. So we'll do a horror episode, and let's see what's coming in at number five. Whatever. That's Rihanna. You need... She's from the islands. I wonder if she enjoys um, some of the scary horror from the islands, like voodoo. And um, what's a good voodoo movie? Live and Let Die had some island voodoo stuff in it. That's a James Bond movie. I don't know if that qualifies. But anyway, gang, let's get into, um, what do you want to do? We'll talk Shark Tank? Yeah, we'll go Shark Tank. All right, the first episode this week, I mean, the first product was Sandalwood Designs. This chick came out, this lady came out with her daughter's Penny and Scout, and um, everything was going well until Barb, Barb got involved. Barb makes an offer, and then... Everybody's out, I think, except Lori. Lori starts to talk, and Barb says, the minute she gives her offer, I'm out. The minute she gives her offer, I'm out. To me, that goes against the nature of the show, because it's like everybody's supposed to be able to give you a deal. You can't just shut everybody out like that. It's cool that she could try. But then, like, Mr. Wonderful jumps in. He's like, if you walk out of here without a deal, you're an idiot. It was like, it was too much. I think Barb hates Lori. It's, it's evident. It's evident. She undercuts a lot of her deals. And so um, 
Then when they come back, Lori's like, I thought that was jacked up. She says it to Barb. She's like, I like you and I respect you, but I thought that was jacked up. Is that a word anybody uses anymore? Dude, look at, look at your face. It's all jacked up. I don't know. I thought it was funny. But I, who, who got that deal? I don't even remember. I'm not sure I even remember. But it was it was fun to see them go at it. But I'm telling you, Barbara's got them axe to grind. All right, what else I see? All right, I saw The Witch. Here we go, you guys. I started using my streaming services to watch some of these horror movies. Some new, some old, that I've never seen before. And me watching The Witch. It was on... Um, I don't know where it was. it was on one of the streaming things, but it was the witch, and they're like, "Here's the thing, they're in like uh, these are spoilers, obviously. If you want to see the witch, you know, skip ahead a couple minutes, but they're like, um, you know, Puritan settlers who got who left the settlement. Now they're by the edge of the woods, and they got like, um, you know, they got a whole dynamic." But they have a little kid in there, and his name's Caleb, and he's played by Harvey Scrimshaw. You gotta love a little kid whose name is Harvey Scrimshaw. He's like, already got the stage name. He's already doing horror movies. We're gonna be dealing with this kid for a long time. You thought Don Barnhart, the director from Saved by the Bell, was a presence out here? Look out, you guys. We're entering... Harvey time, Harvey Scrimshaw. So this movie was a little too slow moving for me. It, I wasn't that scared, but um, they did have a great character in there, Black Philip. Black Philip was a goat, and he could talk, and you gotta like that. And it, and uh, they're talking to Black Philip, and Black Philip's talking to them, and you don't know if it's really going on or not, but I. In this movie, there's real witches. You know what I mean? In real life, you're just, you've got psychological issues and you're imagining the witch. In these movies, no, the witches are real. And the people still don't, are doubtful. It's like, there's people in our world now who believe in witchcraft and there, and there isn't any. But in this movie world, where there is real witches, you still got people that are, that are like, no... I don't think so. To me, that's dumb. If, if you've got real witches, everybody should know there's witches. Right? There's real dogs. I know there's dogs. They're not hiding. They're real. Good stuff. All right, let's see what's coming in at number four. It's time to get ready for Halloween and head to Ralph's, where you'll find spooky decorations, great candy, and fun kids' costumes to help your family's imagination run wild. And of course, friendly associates to help you find what you need. Welcome to Ralph's. Bring home pork chops, roasts, or... <laughs> pork chops. Hey, hey, uh, you gotta like that. We don't always go with tunes in the countdown. Sometimes we go with the commercials that will give you the feel and the essence of the season. 
and you want to be in a scary mood when you go to Ralph's to pick up your pork chops. You want to be afraid there might be a ghost who jumps out from behind the uh, meat counter. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Let's take it back to Shark Tank for a sec. You know, um, they did a little piece where, like, um, they just did, like, a profile on Mr. Wonderful. He's the mean one in the middle, Kevin, the jerk. And he, um, they show you his, like, life story. And, um, you know, his dad passed away when he was seven, but then he got a new stepdad, and the stepdad worked for the UNs or something, so they got to travel all over the world. And then he goes to college, and he's got, like, long hair. It looked like a fake documentary or something. It was funny. But um, he started this thing that called Soft Key in his basement that became the learning company, and he sold it for $4.2 billion. And then um, he started talking about his dad, and he started crying. And he's like, it always cracks me up. Is that, is, is that, can you say that? I think that's outdated, too. To, to refer to, like, crying as I'm cracking up, like, that's like, that's like in a 1950s movie or something. They're using outdated language. Lori's like, it's jacked up. It's jacked up. Now he's cracked up. Jacked up and cracked up. All right, I watched another movie. I know you're amazed because I don't watch movies. But you know what I got to tell you? If you have the wiki synopsis going next to the movie, anytime you lose interest or the phone rings, just just never pause the movie. Just keep the wiki synopsis there. And then, you know, you need to go in the other room. You come back. You didn't miss anything. These movies are slow-paced. I watched one. I'll tell you about it in a little bit. But it was so slow. It was like the wiki synopsis was like two paragraphs. Like nothing happened. Anyway, okay. So, coming in at number four movies, I watched Reanimator. That old one, Reanimator. And I never saw it before. And it was moving pretty good. I liked it. And um, it got too crazy towards the end. But I, they were sticking to the theme real good. I liked it and it was fun. They had a guy in there, Dr. West, who's this creepy guy who's reanimating people. And he played it like way over the top. But he was good for some reason. And then they had a chick, Megan, in there that they were terrorizing. In The Witch, they were terrorizing, um, like, this their daughter. Like, the, the, she was getting a lot of the terror. And, she, and in this one, it's another blonde girl. It was Megan. And um, whoever made this movie, whatever director, I mean, it was Wes Craven. Or Clive Barker, one of those guys. Um, they showed every part of Megan, I got to tell you. They, they showed... Just uh, picture a part of a lady that they could show in an 80s horror movie, and they showed it. They showed everything. Every scene, she'd be dead, or I don't know if she died, but she'd be knocked out. They'd show another part of her. So I don't know if Megan goes around to those sci-fi conventions, but if she does, like... The dudes there have gotten a pretty good look at her. Let's just say it. That's way. Um, guys, 
Let's find out what's coming in at number three. What I learned from that is how you weave music in together. The way you weave instruments. Right, who cares? I want to hear it too. Yeah, I forget what that guy was saying because I wasn't listening, but he says it well. He says it well. That's, um, you know, Fetty Wap. Well, Shark Tank, the third, the second person into the tank was Joshua. He was 18 years old. And guess what he had a passion for? Guess right now. I'll give you five seconds. Five, four. What'd you guess? Um, no, maple syrup. He had a passion for maple syrup, and he started a company called Parker's Maple Syrup. They had maple cotton candy and maple butter, which no one had ever heard of. Lori said, I am a cotton candy lover. Cotton candy lava, cotton candy lava. How was that not a hit in the 80s? I'm your cotton candy lava, cotton candy lava. Look it up. Oh. So then Mr. One Wonderful got in there, started telling stories about how he went to a military college on the Canadian border where he became a marksman. And there they called him Maple Man because he also had a passion for maple syrup. I had no idea. I know there's home brewers. I know there's guys who obsessed with making their own beer. And absinthe. But, wow. Two guys in a room full of six people that had a passion for maple syrup. Anyway... The kid made no deal. Nobody wanted to get involved. I forget why. Maybe it was hard for them to make money. Even he admitted it's the same syrup everybody else sells. It's just that's that you just package it different or you sell it different. That's how you conquer the maple syrup biz. All right. For this horror episode, I also watched another movie. What was it? I watched... Sorry. Oh, The Baba Duke. Have you guys seen that? The Baba Duke. Okay. There's a woman... Again, spoiler. You don't want to hear this one? Skip ahead, too. The Baba Duke is this guy... Or no. Let's just say, there's a kid and he's annoying as hell. He's driving his mom nuts, and he never shuts up, and he keeps thinking he sees the Baba Duke, and he starts using, like, Home Alone weapons. He's making his own stuff, you know? It looked like cheap. You know, like, they, um, they've got a Minecraft sword at Target now. They started making Minecraft toys. It looked like a Minecraft sword. But anyway... 
I don't know. There was no characters that were fun in this one. There was a girl in this paper book at one point that starts, like, choking and, like, spinning blood. I'm going to give her as my favorite character. But, man, the kid just wouldn't shut up. I mean, it, it was like, man, you were you were ready for the, for the mom to just do something evil to him. He was not closing that mouth. The Baba Duke. Great name. The Baba Duke. All right, let's see what's coming in at number two, gang. Too old. Tell me why you're always hating. Did he say he had a Kindle in the mattress? Is he bragging that he's got, um, he can read his, his, his books? Why does he hide it in the mattress? So many questions. So many questions, guys. All right, back to the tank. Next up, this woman came out with Safe Grabs, a multi-use do-it-all accessory. It was a Simple silicon mat that you use in the kitchen, you know, to grab pots and plates, to cover plates, to, 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 to open jars. It was an all-purpose slap of plastic. <laughs> anyway... She comes out and she's doing like the robotic disingenuous pitch. Like, who wouldn't want to get into business with this? Are you tired of not being able to open your jars? Like, it it was terrible. But she was so thorough about it. Then she tosses in a dirty joke at the end. She's like, who would like to... Test these silicones. And she like held them up by her boobs. Anyway, what happened with that one? I'll tell you. Lori gave her a deal. And she said, thank God I can now move out of my parents' house. Kaboom, kabam. Another millionaire made on the tank. You got to really enjoy the opportunities that are given to people on that tank, gang. I think you should. All right, I also watched a movie. Let's get back to our horror. I watched Hellraiser. I never saw it before, ever. And it was slow. Oh, my God. It crawled. It was interesting, but it crawled. And um, it had a whole S&M thing I didn't know about. Like when, when the... 
It's not really a monster that grabs you. It's like these chains come out of nowhere and rip your skin. And it's from these, like, beings that um, do a bunch of S&M. They travel around searching for experience. And they don't, they've been doing it so long, they can't even tell the difference between pleasure and pain. It was a whole, like, sex undertone on this one I didn't know about. Anyway, it was good. It's got a lot of memorable images and stuff, but my favorite character was the Cenobite with sunglasses. Turns out his name's Butterball. You guys probably have all known about him your whole lives, but brand new to me, Butterball, the big uh, Cenobite with the uh, sunglasses on. He's new to me. New stuff. Oh, yeah, and then this bum... There's a bum in there that's real spooky, and then he becomes a beast. Whatever. Okay, I'm just spoiling movies left and right, but that thing, it's very old. It's very old, gang. All right, let's see what's coming in at the top of our countdown. Coming in at number one. Hold on. Nope. Here we go. Wow, he's drunk texting. Man. Be careful with that drunk texting. All right, last up on the tank was this kid. He came in, and his name was Mikey Lickstein. Mikey Lickstein. He was 24, and he had an MBA, and he sounded like he was 12. And even Barbara said, I thought you were 12 when you walked out here. And it's because he's got like a voice of a high voice and a baby face. But um, this one started going on and on. He, he, has this, he had these dog tags. They were like customizable dog tags. So anyway, nobody was totally into it. And then it was like down to one person. It was down to like Lori. And then all of a sudden, Barbara jumps in again. And she's like, offers less. And then Mr. Wonderful comes back in and offers less than Barbara. And he's like, I'm squeezing Barbara's head for you. He said it again, too. So he's squeezing Barbara's head. Then Lori jumps back in. Anyway, they did a deal with Lori, but it was like, it was gangbusters. I mean, there was like eight offers in two minutes. It was just everybody was underbidding. Good for the uh, babyface kid, Mikey. Lickstein. Congratulations, buddy. All right. The last horror movie I watched was The Invitation. And this is a new one. And I'm not going to tell you much about the plot because I figure this it's new and some of you haven't seen it. And I'm going to highly recommend it. It is tense and intense. And it turns out Jay Larson is in it. Jay Larson, stand-up comedian. Um, Check out his albums. You know who Jay Larson is. He's in lots of shows and he's got albums. Check out his stuff. But I had no idea he's in this movie and he's great in it. 
and it's classic. I mean, I mean, it's a memorable film. I mean, I, I mean, check it out, gang. But um, the other, there's another guy in it from Nashville, the guy who played the music producer that started going out with Coach's wife. I still call her Coach's wife, Connie Britton. What was her name? What's her name in Nashville? Coach's wife. But um, it's a classic. And uh, there you go. I went on a horror movie marathon because I never see those movies. And it's this time of year. If I'm not going to watch them now, when am I going to see them? Never. And you know what? In many of these lists of the top horror movies, you'll see Jaws. Some people put it number one. Some places it's number two. But I've seen that. And I'm I'm only going to watch that on 4th of July. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for listening to this Horror Roundup. I've got, I'll probably do another horror episode or something coming up. Thank you for listening to this one. Please watch the Headshot Show on shopxsn.com Wednesday nights, 8 p.m. Pacific to 10 p.m. Pacific. That's 11 p.m. on the East Coast. I know that's late. You can watch it on YouTube. Um, after it's over, it's posted on YouTube. We sell our old headshots, our old embarrassing, terrible headshots. Comedians, come on. Comedians that you know and love, come on. And we talk about our dumb old headshots. And we sign them and sell them and interact with you live on the air. On Shop XSN. 8 by 10 on Shop XSN. That's the Headshot Show. Also go to HowardKremer.com. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Howard Kremer. Go to iTunes. I have albums on there. And go to Bandcamp. I have albums on there. Also go to Teespring.com to pick up a t-shirt. Thank you guys so much. And I'll see you next week on Hey, gang.